on Monday. <laughs> We're joined today by Garfield. <laughs> Our topics will be lasagna and technology. <laughs> uh, Odie. Um, I forgot that I have to charge my magic trackpad on occasion. Just today for the first time in, I don't know, maybe ever, maybe the second time ever. It's like, hey, you have to plug me in. Did say, is that what it's, did it say that? It said, hi. Hi, Lex. <laughs> Please plug me in. Hey, hey you have to plug me in. It's your trackpad, bro. <laughs> Give me some juice. I would, th- I would throw that the hell out. <laughs> my trackpad does not speak to me that way. Do you think Apple should make a television? <laughs> Wait, why are you yeah. asking me that? Yeah. There was an article in The Verge this morning by uh, Neelay Patel uh, about why there's an opportunity for Apple potentially to make a a physical television because of the difficult, well, because of the technology changes with like 4K and HDR and the fact that basically nobody's doing a very good job of handling it um, and certain like technical issues, for example, dealing with multiple refresh rates in displays, which Apple has shown itself able to do on iOS devices, but apparently really sucks on most TVs and, you know, Oh, certain yeah, standards yeah, yeah, yeah. that haven't been adopted widely, etc. So, um, yeah, it's. I mean, I, I think that is a pretty. It's a pretty balanced article, if only because at the end, it's like they're probably not going to do this, but there is <laughs> there is an opportunity, right? Like there is an opportunity to capitalize on this issue because I think this is still a big problem. Is that all of these devices are still ancillary to the tv right like so plugging an apple tv in or a roku or an amazon fire tv you're always relegated to something that is going to be a second class citizen compared to whatever's built into your tv and most tvs have built-in apps now so i know that when i deal with my parents and their tv there is a lot of confusion for them dealing with like what is on the apple tv versus what is accessible via the built-in apps on the tv which have like netflix and amazon prime and stuff so there is an argument that if Apple mm-hmm. really wants to get like grab more customers, it you needs have to make to the whole the- widget exactly is what you're saying. And that's exactly what I was about to say, John. It's like you read my mind. <laughs> Who else? I read another review recently that talked about how maybe it was another Nile article. Yeah, the, the Apple TV 4K one. HDR, his review. Yeah, yeah, how it just doesn't look right a lot of the time. Yeah, I guess it's because. Like, if it's non-iTunes content, it's trying too hard and upscaling and whatever. Right. Yeah, there's some inconsistency with third-party content. There's third-party content you can't get, like YouTube, because you uh, Google like uses its own codec, and the Apple TV is pretty much wired to support the codecs that Apple wants to support. Um, and, you know, whose Crazy. fault is My that? Advice, I don't know. Nobody My advice really for this is that, you know, if this is a problem for you, just wait, because your eyes will get bad and you won't notice <laughs> it anymore. You know, you guys know I'm a big Roku fan. Uh, we almost never even use a Roku now. We only use the Roku for streaming stuff from our network dash storage device, even though actually my TV has the ability to do that directly on its own. You use the um, built-in apps? Is that what you're saying? I'm, I use the built-in wow. apps on the TiVo. On the TiVo. We have, okay. We've got, we've got the TiVo. in our. We have two TVs, really, in the house that get used. We have a TiVo, and then we have a TiVo Mini, which is the greatest set-top box of all time, where it can just, <laughs> I'm like, a, I'm gonna let you finish, from your other TV. but... <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> the um, but something but that I don't TiVos, have is the greatest set top box of all time. <laughs> the the TiVo's uh, Netflix app is fine, and the HBO Go app is fine, and the Amazon app is fine. It's like, why would I bother switching inputs? Switching inputs is a pain. I've got to put my remote in a new mode and then switch it back again. It's like, I, eh, I think that's it. a, that's a strong apps. argument, I think, because so many of those apps, it used to be that they designed their apps for the platform. But now that the yep. the interfaces and in a lot of those apps are universal across the platforms, it doesn't really matter a lot of times if you're using the Netflix app on an Amazon TV, an Apple TV uh, a built-in, you know, app, right? Like, because the the brand is Netflix, and your Netflix experience is the same wherever you go. And yeah, yes. I think that's that's a hard. There Sadly. is a, it's a hard like argument to sell a one hundred fifty dollar minimum set top box when most people are buying TVs that let them access, if not mm-hmm. all them, all the like stores, like major ones right if you can get netflix hulu yeah, I, and amazon on most things and right that covers most people's bases i don't think apple has an easy road to hoe with this device like roku i think has a much easier world because they are willing to make cheaper they, they've stuff they've got a great right they're willing to give you a stick and a set the tiny little box whatever. yeah i think they have but a way I, easier roku to hoe honestly yeah i think i can't believe you worked so hard <laughs> yeah, to get really that in. <laughs> shut um, up let me make my joke is this dan you flew the is roku really dan but the the my point really is, I don't think they're selling that many of these. Like, and they don't have to because I think they're overpriced too, so they're probably a decent margin. But I think they're selling to people like you guys, and I don't mean that as an insulting thing. I mean, but like they're selling yes, to do. a specific <laughs> brand of Apple nerd. Like, I don't think anybody goes to Costco or Amazon.com or whatever and says the set top box for me is this one that's more expensive for no discernible reason, unless exclusively unless Apple puts originals that are must watch that you can only watch if you have an Apple device. And they and they right. they haven't right. showed that yet. I mean, the stuff yeah. that they've right. been doing is not impressive enough. And, and by the more way, to the point: most people probably just end up watching that stuff on their iOS devices. Yeah, I agree. But and they, they can't, right? Like nobody wants. Listen, people will make TV shows. This is this is just my premium content hat. Since disclosure, I run a business that is a premium content business on the audio side. People don't want to make stuff. People don't want to make great stuff for a very small right. audience. And even if there's, I have no idea what the numbers are. Even if Apple sells a million new Apple TVs, but there are uh, 75 million Netflix households, most creators would rather be a Netflix household mm-hmm. or in an Amazon Prime household than on an Apple household if it can only be, like, they want, I don't care if Apple pays them double, I think it's a factor, but I don't think it's the only factor. I think that rich creators who want to create more stuff would rather reach more eyeballs than make more money. Yeah, sure. I, I agree. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and and so... I wonder about that, though. I mean, like, if Apple made a television and brought all the, you know, traditional Apple design touches and the <laughs> Apple user interface stuff to a TV, would people consider buying it? Probably, but... I, well, it depends on I mean, how, John what it's going to be priced at. I know that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the, I mean, right. Is it going to be a 4 I mean, like, you looked at the, you judge it by how they price their monitors, they're going to sell, like, five of them. <laughs> right, and a 4K <laughs> HDR TV, you can get a pretty good 4K HDR TV for not a ton of money these days. I mean... It's a few hundred bucks, right? I mean, I think it's more... I mean, it's under $1,000, let's put it that way. I think $600 oh, that's right. yeah, or no, yeah, no, yeah, no, that's, that's true. Right, right, right. I did price that a while ago, and I was But it's, that's but yeah. not... I mean, uh, you know, I bought my current HDTV three years ago, and it was like much closer to a thousand dollars and it's neither 4k nor hdr like the price on these things has dropped and that's why they can't compete in that market either <laughs> i bought i bought my 720 hd tv 
12 years ago for $4,000. Right, exactly. I mean, the, the price on this has become incredibly commoditized. In some ways, what I think they should consider doing is what some of these other companies have done where they partner with TV brands like and do built-in like basically basically carplay but for TVs right like some sort of yeah. interface where apple builds the ui etc but somebody else is running the hardware cuz i don't know i mean that i don't know why we, i don't know well, yeah. it's I don't not think it's not their style that, though yeah that's the thing is everybody yeah, else would rather i don't think it's good for them i don't think it's good for them i mean we saw how that that um thing with lg worked out yeah right not very well yeah so i don't think i don't think it's good i don't think they want to I don't think they should do it, frankly, and I don't see why the TV makers would do it either when they could just go, right. they could but build that, their crappy interface and go directly to Netflix and Right, but they, they, they basically have three unappealing options, which are keep doing the set-top box, build their own TVs, or partner with other TVs, <laughs> like, at which point... Those all kind of suck, which probably explains yeah. why they're still making an expensive set-top box because you know sunk costs. They've already yeah. they've already like invested in that. But it, but it does seem like you could. I mean, I don't know. I th- the thing that I think might work better is reducing the price in the set-top box and you know r- ratcheting up the content. Yeah, but that, that then eats into your margins, right? Like, and that's not to say they oh, can't afford of eating. That. Well, but it, you know, I mean, I. <laughs> Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Make it. <laughs> <laughs> you were waiting. I I was patient. But listen, uh, I want to talk to you guys about HelloFresh, which is the meal kit delivery service that makes cooking more fun so you can focus on the whole experience and not just the final plate. Uh, you've heard of, of, of these food box delivery companies. Why I'm talking about HelloFresh is uh, there are multiple reasons. Number one, they've got the classic box, a veggie box, and a family box. Number two, uh, they really kind of consider it um, couch to kitchen and farm to box, meaning this is this is this is you know very well sustained food that we're talking about. This is the deal. This is the deal. Each week, HelloFresh creates new delicious recipes with step by step instructions designed to take around thirty minutes for everyone from novices, that's me, to seasoned home cook short on time, that's John. HelloFresh sources the freshest ingredients, measured to the exact quantities needed, so there's no food waste. Uh, they want to make cooking more fun so you can focus on the whole experience, not just the final plate. They employ two full-time registered dietitians on staff who review each recipe to ensure it's nutritionally balanced. And the food comes to your doorstep in a recyclable, insulated box that they ship to you for free. They're now offering light fall meals, and they've just introduced, get this, breakfast options, delicious ingredients you'll love to eat, simple recipes you'll love to cook. Get cooking for less than $10 a meal. HelloFresh sent me some food. I had never had HelloFresh food before. It was fantastic. Um, made it with my buddy Dan and his wife Jackie. My wife Lauren was there. And every single thing we had was great. My favorite was a chicken dish. It was good. We made all three boxes in about... 40 minutes and that was like simultaneous pan maintenance and what you get it It was good so i was i was not that damn by the way but i also got food from uh, HelloFresh and also really enjoyed it so i'm just putting in my you know what i'm not a dan at all and i also did what (laughs) how was it john very good for $30 off your first week of deliveries, visit HelloFresh.com and enter Rebound30 when you subscribe. Again, for $30 off your first week of deliveries, go to HelloFresh.com, enter the code Rebound30 when you subscribe. Our thanks to HelloFresh and welcome to the Rebound, my brother in food boxes. <laughs> uh, anyway. You were talking about set-top boxes. Yeah. Are we done with um, that? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. We, I, they obviously, they, they, they do the math, so... They know the math better than we do. 
So I don't know. I think I know, I, I think I know the math. I don't get it. <laughs> I have all. That's the why details. you have a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we didn't. I don't think we talked about them possibly like trying to buy James Bond. Uh, is he for sale? <laughs> well, the property there. Yes. Like, there's some people apparently bidding on. On Daniel Craig. It's just Daniel Craig. Uh, no, it's not. it's not. Yeah, no, it's, they, they can't, I mean, you know, he's... Can I live with he's, you? He's between gigs right now. It's it's tough. Yeah, they were trying to outbid what was, um, who was bidding for it? Was it Sony again? I This was I a few, was, this yeah, a few weeks back. Yeah. yeah. I haven't heard how that panned out. No, I don't if think anybody did. has. Yeah, well, I'm, and I'm not sure, I'm not sure that they're, like, putting it, it was, like, necessarily up for sale. I mean, it, th- I don't know what the... Broccolis or <laughs> is it not pronounced broccoli? I'm always going to say broccoli. I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 when, it, when you have a name like that, I always try to give it a different spin because it seems like <laughs> pronouncing your name broccoli is. <laughs> I just, yep, doesn't I seem like the way to go. It. I, I don't lean know. Into it. But they're the remember ones who own James Bond, so <laughs> and I'm just on a podcast. Google, Google was bidding on some patents and they kept bidding ridiculous numbers like they were bidding pies. Yes. And yeah. Like, yeah. Like, do you think that everybody who's bidding on the James Bond... It ends in 007. ends in 007? Yeah. yeah. Do you think they would do that? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's what I would do. Um, it's interesting because I don't... I mean, not to say James Bond isn't a storied franchise, but I certainly don't think that's enough to, like, hang your hat on. Not completely, but I think it's a good start. It would be a move in the right direction. I mean, Amazon and Netflix both have really and hulu for that matter too all have pretty big head starts and you know they're winning emmys and oscars and stuff these days and apple's got to build that up from scratch not to say it can't but like again that is a apple a apple business. won an emmy <laughs> for siri right <laughs> wasn't it wasn't an emmy yeah, but so did sean spicer <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh dear um <laughs> That really killed it. Thanks, Lex. Yeah, really. She just wanted to bring the room down for a moment. Yeah, you, thanks. It worked. Well mm-hmm. done. Um, <laughs> Which tells oh, about did your you guys moles. update to High Sierra yet on your Mac? I don't think it, that's out today. It's out today, but not out yet. I think. Yes, I got to back up first. Um, and I'm, then I also have to back up my machine. I'm gonna. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do uh, my Ma- my MacBook nice. Air, uh, which is not as mission critical for me these days. And we'll see how that goes. I'm going right for the meat. <laughs> I, I'm with the APFS transition. I don't think, actually, I don't think I have anything else that will take ICR. So I probably don't have a problem. Everybody like, yeah, you're much uh, of a choice. Your Mac 2 is going to need an update. I'm going to test my backups first. That's all I'm going to do. But I know I'm all backed up. Yeah. <laughs> there was a. I, I'm yet you, know to, you need more HelloFresh, is what you need. That's terrible. <laughs> I um there was a thing going on this morning I don't know if you saw it and I don't know I haven't yet been able to get an opinion on how serious it is but there was someone posting a security vulnerability where you could like dump keychains to plain text passwords which looked bad um I'm fine with that you're fine with it <laughs> yeah okay in high Sierra specifically actually I will say keychain always I'm always amused in Keychain because there are times when I just need to get a password and I don't know what it is. And so I go in there and then you put in your computer password to get it, right? You've all done this. Maybe mm-hmm. you have. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I'm amused. It's, it's All of a sudden, it's like, hey, there's your password on display. And that's the part that cracks me up. It's like, it doesn't seem like it's that hard to get all my passwords to be accessible to. I mean, you have to know one password to get all my passwords. I guess that's how it works. But still, it's funny. <laughs> so working as designed. Yes. yes. All right. Hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um. 
yeah so high sierra coming out later i think that's i'm looking forward to it but there's not much in there i don't even know what i'm supposed to use when i get it like i have no idea what's no it's well it's it's, you know it's um photo safari basically and safari is funny that snow leopard is always the same like the snow leopard is always the the reference point for these incremental updates well everybody loved snow leopard at least in retrospect I still hear people talk about it. Grant wistfully. Hutchison still uses it. <laughs> when I compare Snow Leopard to Leopard, I always think it's Snow Leopard. <laughs> this has really gone downhill fast today. <laughs> it's Monday, eleven twenty-four. I think you, you, I think you accelerated it, Dan. I think that's you know. I think this is uh, on me. Once, Don't once point Dan starts, at me. once Dan starts making puns, then uh, you know the floodgates open. <sighs> Just saying. Monday, short. Not a lot of news yet. Mondays, am I right? <laughs> uh, yeah. So I will. I will be. I will be upgrading as soon as I can. This is the answer to that question. All right. Well, maybe right now. Don't don't download the update while you're on the show. <laughs> <laughs> that seems kind of like what I would do, though. Yeah, it, it does. I mean, I guess be true to yourself, but maybe <laughs> so try to be. You maybe a, try to be better. If you hear a bleep, if you hear a bleep bloop, you know what happened. Uh, rumors that the because of the true depth camera system that that's like the main bottleneck on the iPhone 10 shipping in volume. That's the from uh, Ming Chi Kuo, who is the one of the Apple analysts who has I guess has a better record these days. Yeah. So. Are you um Are you going to get up at three in the morning to order your ten, Dan? Are you gonna, I mean, I'm going to have to. <laughs> I'm not thrilled about it. It's almost it's almost preferable for me to like let me fly to the West Coast so I only have to get up. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, while you're up, I'll give you my credit card. Will you order one for me too, please? <laughs> no, we'll do a show. Wake up. Oh, that's good. Oh, we'll yeah. do a little. You guys, you guys have fun. We'll do. A... Listen, it's only midnight for you. What's yeah, the we'll call John. We'll call John. <laughs> I have to get we'll up. Do early. a little show. I'm thinking about sleeping on the couch so I don't wake up my girlfriend because otherwise I will be sleeping on the couch anyways. That's right. Yeah. We're doing any sitcom jokes, everybody. Monday. What is the deal with iPhone ordering? I get no respect. Um. Yeah. So you're both getting a ten, huh? Yeah. Yep. And I'm going to do it in my bed, by which I mean order the phone from my bed. <laughs> the couch is where I have sex. Uh, <laughs> well, speaking of things that are great, oh, uh, are you hiring? Do you know where to post your job to find the best candidates? <laughs> Finding great talent can be tough. Thankfully, with my dear friends at ZipRecruiter, you can post your job to 100 plus job sites with not 10 clicks, not five clicks, but just the click of a mouse, dear my dear boy. One click. Then their powerful technology efficiently matches the right people to your job better than anyone else. That's why ZipRecruiter is different. Unlike other job sites, ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them. In fact, 80% of employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within just 24 hours. That's approximately one day. No juggling emails or calls to your office. Simply screen, rate, and manage candidates all in one place with ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use dashboard. Remember when Max had dashboard? Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by businesses of all sizes to find the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. And right now, check this out. Rebound listeners can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for a million. Nope, kidding. They can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. 
Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash rebound. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash rebound. One more time. To try it for free and post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash rebound. Apparently, Microsoft's having a keynote right around now. Mm. They're talking about... Are they using keynote? Quantum computing. (laughs) (laughs) This sounds like the most complicated keynote I've ever... Wait me when they get to Minecraft. <laughs> um, hey, do you yeah. think when they talk about Minecraft, they'll bring the Minecraft creator guy out there? He seems nice. <laughs> <laughs> People love notches. Yeah. Oh man, you beat me to it. It's, it's another notch that it's an asshole <laughs> <laughs> that I hate to look at. What did you make of? Uh, I think it was Marco Arment's argument that Apple likes the notch and wants the notch there and will keep using it because it makes the phone visually identifiable as a iphone 10 i get what he's getting at but i'm not convinced i think they're leaning into it i thought it was cuckoo for cocoa puffs i think (laughs) i think they are leaning into it because of its necessity not like if they could get rid of it they would get rid of it i feel pretty confident in stating that Well, I have Phil Schiller here to weigh in on this. Phil? Oh, sorry. He's gone. <laughs> he's gone. <laughs> he, he was with us up until Dan's Roku joke. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about that either. You don't know either? And if that's, if that's a look, I'm not sure. Well, I, it's not the look I'd go for, but... What do I know? I'm just on a podcast. <laughs> hey, our podcast is proudly notch-free from day one. <laughs> you know, it's true. We've never had notch on. Mm, mm, mm. Now guys I are, guys are racist. Yeah, we've only had on. nachos. That's right. Yeah. Oh yeah, that 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 episode where I was doing nothing but eating nachos. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Moltz? <laughs> yeah, way, our audience loves that. So uh, you guys nobody nobody you in tell? this house is going to get a ten. Yeah, you're going to have no new phone in that house. No new well, phone. You're going to have well, new phones uh, new Karen's, to you. Karen's going to get new. an eight. At some oh, point. is she? But you yeah. ordered. You were not. You were in no hurry to order it, so she's not getting any time. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. So sounds like and, you can and probably Hank, and so Hank is in the so Hank is 128 gig seven and I'm just like I'm not getting the I'm not paying for the hundred the 256 gig eight so and he wants a plus anyway so uh, we're we're thinking about getting him a seven plus nice so there you could probably still just waltz into a store and get an eight it sounds like doesn't seem like they're in short supply yeah. What do you yeah, guys think, think about the, you know. I mean, so the launch was last Friday. There were some reports that there were shorter lines in some places. There have been reports that demand was lower because people are waiting for the 10. I mean, I don't know. Do you think this is indicative of something larger? That people want the 10? Yeah. Well, I mean, like, <laughs> was it <laughs> smart? people love the notch? Was, was it? This is a weird strategy for them to launch multiple phones, right? They haven't really done this. They've done... You know the the standards, the pluses, and the normal ones. They've done, you know, way back they, they did, did the five S and the five C. Yeah. Um, but like launching three new phones in these different gradations and having a, such a huge uh, slate of phones available now. Yeah. Is it is it over? Well, they should saturation? still sell. You know, I mean, I would think they'll still sell overall. You know, about as many as they would have anyway. I'm I mean, I think the problem, although the problem skeptical. is probably just going to be demand on the ten. Yeah, I think demand on the ten is definitely going to be a problem. But I would also, I also not be surprised. I don't have any evidence they didn't sell a billion eights. I'm true. Hmm. It's fair. They haven't crowed about it yet. They haven't put out a press release saying we sold a bajillion iPhones. 
But I, th- I think you're right, Dan, to say it's weird to say, hey, we're launching three phones today, including one that's totally different. Because you know people are going to hold out for that one. And you can't get right and You now. can't have it yet. <laughs> um, but also but, having just a huge lineup, right? Like you having not only the 8 and the 8 Plus, but the 7, the 7 Plus, the 6S and the 6 Plus, the SE. They still have the 6 in the lineup, too? I don't remember. Like it, it's just, it's a huge slew of phones, which is very no, unlike they the, what the they've done before. Not the 6. It's still three lines of phones that are roughly, you know, certainly look the same more or less and definitely have different levels of like, it does allow them to have price points basically, you know, covered, right? Like they have pretty much the blanketed, but that's never exactly been their strategy. So it's interesting to me. It was interesting to me that they kept around that many old phones while introducing so many new phones. Because normally you'd see like, oh, last year or maybe the year before that. But like they weren't introducing generally two levels of new phones. So I'm kind of curious if it ends up being sort of like a a tyranny of choice issue where it's like, oh, man, which one do I get? Um, Or if it's if this is like at the end of the day, if it helps them. I would think it would question. help overall at the end of the day. I think, it, I mean, I think for maybe for this quarter, not necessarily, and certainly for the third quarter. I think right. what Apple um, was hoping was that most people would use the 8 Plus as their day phone. <laughs> <laughs> day phone. And get the, the X for the night phone. Day phone. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's called uh, the 10. It's called 8 the 10, Plus is the next. couch phone and the X is the bed phone. That's, that's right. Yes. Depending on It's called end. a 10, goddammit. It's a 10. It's a 10. <laughs> It is a 10. Like me in bed, it is a perfect 10. <laughs> it's, 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 it's the X in bed, though. Um. <laughs> Wait, if you have your X in your bed, there's a real problem in your right. relationship. <laughs> <laughs> we offended Dan, everybody. <laughs> He's gone. Dan has left. Bleep boop. <laughs> Dan is updating to Hi Sierra. <laughs> Dan is updating his job description. <laughs> Host of the co-host of the former, first 154 episodes podcaster. of Very Bad. <laughs> Very nearly. <laughs> oh man, this is what happens when we do the show on Mondays, and nothing has happened yet this week. <laughs> <laughs> Was not expecting to do a show today. Just saying. Okay, I have a confession to make you guys. Oh, oh no. No, like in improv, they teach you this. If you don't have anything to say, you can say, I have a confession to make, and then they'll come up with a really good thing to say. It's harder when oh. it's on a tech podcast, so I'm trying to think if I can follow that up. Uh, I still like Dropbox. There, that's my confession. Still like it. <laughs> what, what do you mean you still like it? You Was failed. that a doubt? Was there a... Some people, some people abandon Dropbox. They don't like the, the way the app works, or they're like, no, I'm all iCloud all the time. But I still like Dropbox. And, you know, in, you know it used to be... I don't know if... <laughs> Back in the day, both, it used to be you had you, to put a file in a floppy disk. You guys both uh, are uh, freelancers, but in my corporate America life, and Dan, <laughs> Macworld doesn't count for you, I have found that uh, a decade ago or more, everything was, you know, the work issue computer was a PC, and I could and would request a Mac, and it would be like special, and they would get me the shittiest Mac they could get. Like, I remember my first job, where I was like, I really prefer a Mac, they got me an email. <laughs> sure not an imac and emac Mm -hmm. and now i feel like most workplaces do you see a lot of macs especially mac laptops in in at least in in internet culture jobs and you can request whatever kind of computer you want if you need a pc they'll do that but where hi there's my home phone but where i've seen something that's interesting to me is that there are workplaces that are a little bit more like googly and a little bit less googly and we use gmail and all those apps but i have been uh, like th- where I'm going with this is that my workplace, there's a team that really likes Google drive, 
using it as Dropbox, like the Google Drive stuff that's on your desktop, whatever, and I hate it. So I just want to say I'm team Dropbox. That's my mm. point. Well, sure. Well, I mean, at this point, like doing podcasts and stuff, Dropbox is so baked into what we do, um, at least with the people that I podcast with, like you guys, um, that Dropbox would have to suck a lot more before <laughs> I think we would consider switching. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm still a Dropbox user. And um, they did finally update their iOS app to work with the Files app in iOS 11. Uh, so for me... That's even, you know, another another mark in their favor since Google Drive and other services have not really updated that. But yeah, they're they're sharing stuff and their integration in the OS is second to none from my opinion, yes, which is hilarious to say when iCloud Drive is there, but it's it is better than iCloud Drive because iCloud Drive always still feels like this special little area of your computer. Yes. Whereas Dropbox just Drive. feels like folders. <laughs> iCloud Drive right. still feels like it was it's it's built by programmers. Like it feels like you can see how it works under the tin in the way they present the UI, which is to me like the cardinal sin of UI. I don't know if that makes sense, but like it's the way it thinks about where your documents should go and how you should be putting files and where. Yeah. Feels like it's a it's very thinking. it's very top down, right? Like it's very yeah. like we're going to tell you how to do this and you can do some stuff within it, but you can't do everything that you would do in just your normal folders. Whereas Dropbox is like, I don't know, man, whatever. Like <laughs> make your folders, <laughs> put your files in them. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> now you mentioned that that's uh, a, a mark in their favor. Are there other marks you favored in? Um, well, Mark, uh, Mark, Mark Rylance is pretty great. <laughs> okay. Stop it. You see Dunkirk? Um, that's pretty good. And you can't you can't share an iCloud drive folder with you somebody can you can, no you can't share a folder but you can as of ios 11 i believe share files it it's it's the answer yeah. to your question makes dan stretch out the beginnings of his words john that's how yeah. you know it's right. which means that it's not, not yeah that it's, that about it's, it it's not it's, really possible <laughs> it's not possible can. in a way that anyone is going to do <laughs> unless you're looking for convenience then you cannot <laughs> well <laughs> if you want it to work <laughs> sometimes i need to think through the end of the sentence while i am saying the beginning of the sentence oh i've never done That's that a, in my life this is, a, this is a this is an inside tip this is how the how the podcast <laughs> seems like is an made. interesting idea um yeah you can you can share f- uh, files in ios 11 but you can't share folders <laughs> lex you're making me super self-conscious so shut the fuck up <laughs> notice i didn't pause there at all i love you dan <laughs> <laughs> but i haven't tried the file sharing thing in ios 11 i have no idea if it's any good i've done it it was available in iwork before in iwork apps yeah but i guess i mean mm. i don't even know how it works now do i just share a random file with you i'm gonna open this up. i don't have any idea i don't know how any of it works why are you here what is your value <laughs> uh jokes he oh. does the ad reads no seriously what is your <laughs> I know a lot about technology. Man. I used to cover technology for a living many years ago. <laughs> I'm finding a, trying to find a file I can share with John that's actually not like any sort of weird, sensitive information. Every mm. once in a while, I'm I'll like, bet. every once in a while, I wonder, hey, how come I don't get invited to talk at tech conferences? And then I'm like, oh, because I'm not in the Apple industry in any way. It's probably that. I do get invited to Cupertino far more than when I worked at Macworld, though. That makes one of us. Name drop. <laughs> <laughs> I can name other cities too. Chicago. Uh, John, do you know any cities? <laughs> I don't know any cities. And I haven't, I've certainly not been invited to any. That's for sure. Hey, you're welcome. I'm in Alpen, New Jersey anytime. Okay, so now Dan is trying to share something with me. I should Everyone, please hold. 
Oh, look at this. Oh, oh, it's, it's ad reads. <laughs> I got it twice. I don't know if you did that Boy. on purpose. Did you send it twice on purpose, Dan? Um, I don't think so. Maybe. I don't think so. Not mm. on purpose. It, it showed up twice here. Wow, it goes incredibly slowly. So I've clicked on an iCloud link. It's a PDF. I've landed on an iCloud webpage after going through a couple of redirects. And now I have to log in to see the file. Oh, my God. Uh, and I... This, seems, I not as, this seems not as good. It's, I swear to God, it's going to make me two-factor it, too. Yep, now I've got a two-factor. Yep, Hang that's on. That's what this I just said to do. super worth oh, it. Same here. Should I'm I trust this browser? It. Sure, since it's the one I use every single day. My favorite mm -hmm. is when I give, I'm give. i prompted for a two-factor code, and then I get it on the computer that I'm logging in yes, with, which seems incredibly copy insecure. Copy from one field to another. Oh, so so I can add it to iCloud Drive. <laughs> I can't even preview the document. I yeah, can't. you just all you can do is add it. Well, this is that's bad. the only... Well, it's doing something. Oh, no, it's not. You can show me the contents of my iCloud Drive. This this seems subpar, as I guess what I would say. Yeah, this is see that's the yeah, that's the whole thing, right? Now in golf, subpar is good. <laughs> oh god, shut up! <laughs> but oh, here, ooh, iCloud Drive has stopped responding. <laughs> okay, so I did get it. It just you know, I don't want to add it to my iCloud Drive. But it's so. a down, you know, it's I'm just a download. Process. It's not right, well, you're, so there's you're, no integration on the Mac side. You're clearly. sending you... it. You're sending it to me. You're not. Um, well, but in theory, you should be able to make changes and send it, and like those will be reflected. So now, I'm curious. What happens you, if I you guys delete both did it? this? Is it going to delete yours? <laughs> you guys both did this on your Mac, right? Yeah, you yeah, guys like in front chumps. Of, well, I'm wondering if the iOS experience is at all better because clearly oh, the I'll Mac doesn't there. have any sort of like. There's no iCloud Drive or Files app, right? It should just there's, show up. There in is the an iCloud Drive on your Mac. In, I know, in, but it should show right, and it should you know, the file should show up there in your Finder. But something tells me sure that didn't. is not what happens. <laughs> well, no, and, it's and so, there. Right. If I click it's there, add it's to in the iCloud Finder. Drive, yes. If it's I in, my, it's in my iCloud Drive in the okay. Finder. Okay. It but definitely should not prompt you to go into the web interface to do that. Right. No, that's, that's very the dumb. Thing. Okay. So when I click on it on my phone, sorry, tap, it says, do you want to open this document in files? Dan Warren shared it. You'll join it as Alexander Friedman. It'll be added to iCloud Drive. So doing that on the phone. It's a breeze. So maybe we should test this again next week, live in the High Sierra world, because it mm. worked far, far mm. better. Mm. It actually, yeah. And so when we'll you when you it, add it on your phone, does it does it prompt you to like put it someplace in specific? Nope, it or is automatically it just puts it in it? files, and it automatically popped into iCloud Drive on my Mac while I watched with a little shared by Daniel Moore. But not like a fi a folder or anything. It's like nope. it wasn't okay. just in the root. Yeah, folder. it's just in the root. Yeah, that's like. I have one other topic I want to get to before we run out of time. Okay. I'm oh, deleting we, this. Is that like, happening? Do we manage to run down the clock? Did you guys uh, did you guys install Favicanographer? 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 You watch your mouth. No, I don't even know what you're talking about. Nope, I don't know what Derek that is Fireball, either. you fucking punks. Anyway, <laughs> so there's been a, you know, a little chirping in people. The browser wars. The great browser wars of the 2017s where there's a oh, lot of yeah, Chrome yeah, yeah, devotees yeah. and a lot of Safari right. devotees. I'm mostly a Safari guy. I leave Chrome open unless I'm unplugged and I close it again um, because it is a battery hog. But you know, the complaint for people who use many browsers or many tabs within their browsers is that Safari does not support favicons. And there's a, a dude, uh, his name is Daniel Alm, not related to Daniel Morin. And Daniel Alm uh, created an app called Favaconographer. <laughs> I don't know how he wants you to pronounce it. But it is a app that adds favicons to Safari tabs magically. Like it's basically it every once in a while, whenever it detects a change in what tabs you have open, it pulls the browser, 
and figures out what the favicons are for those sites and superimposes them over your window. So if you drag the window around, the favicons hang behind for a second and then they move to where you drag the window to. It's actually very cleverly done. I thought it sounded like it was going to be garbage, but then in actual practical use, it's extremely helpful. It has made Safari go from good to great for me. Wow, Seriously. So yeah. Interesting. So you're it's really at favaconographer.com. <laughs> Spelled mm. just like it sounds. Favaconographer.com. <laughs> That's how you say it. Favaconographer. That's clearly what he wants. I, I think about installing this, but I'd, I'd really be crossing the Favicon there, and I don't know if oh, that's... God. Wow. <laughs> I didn't even hear what he said. I had zoned out, so I missed it. I just heard John Moltz's you're, you're, pain. Can you're I repeat? I, I should repeat it. it Do was one more time. No. <laughs> Do one more time. <laughs> you know, Julius Caesar famously crossed the Favicon. Uh, <laughs> did you black out again, Lex? Yep. This is yep. a feature. <laughs> I sure did. Uh, okay. I, you know, I've never really... If you're not uh, feeling the I wrath mean, of guess, Favicon, I then guess I wouldn't this worry about is, it. it. I guess this is a problem. I mean, I never really noticed. I don't know. <laughs> It looks too. It looks a little busy to me. Oh, as, you, um, God! One thing. And else let there. me guess, guess. By the way, the next version of Safari they add favicons. John's gonna be like, "This looks great." Oh, you. <laughs> hey, I don't like the notch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that about you. So uh, there. I'm still on an SE. All right. <laughs> it's true. I'm opening this app because I want to weigh in on it now. Oh my God! This is so. Why is this so complicated? <laughs> Why are there so many <laughs> buttons to make this work? Just work. Uh, once you're password. installed, it's just good. Uh, you're going to love it. Fine. It's great. Am I? I just wanted to mention it because uh, it, has, it has improved my Safari life. Do I have to quit okay. and, do I have to quit well, and restart? No. Your, your entire, ah. your, your whole life. They're, they showed up, right? Give it a day. Ah. Give it a day. 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 This, the, the, it's not good when you're tabs you have too many tabs because it starts just like overwriting <laughs> shit all right i'll try it i guess i, just, I can just remove it if i don't like it right like that doesn't look great <laughs> it has certain it seems to have trouble with uh what the hell how many fucking tabs do you have open bro uh what one two hell? three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve yeah, okay. I'm not installing it. Okay. The, the problem the problem is not Favicanographer. The problem is that you suck. I'm fifteen is is pretty small. I know people who keep way more than yeah. that. And that's the whole yeah. point of having the Favicons is if you have a ton of tabs open, you can see them. So this does not really fix anything. In the screenshot I just sent you of my photographer usage. usage, the fun thing that you'll see there is my bookmarks bar, which is a bunch of my kids' links. Even though my daughter has her own iCloud account, it constantly overwrites my bookmark bar with her. And I literally stopped using the bookmark bar in Safari because it's become useless to me because it's all my kids' fucking links. <laughs> and nobody can fix it. It's not fixable. It's broken forever. I thought you should know. Hmm, thanks. Reason number 12, I hate iCloud. <laughs> Would you like to go down the entire list? or Number one, <laughs> dumb name. I thought we did already. <laughs> Um, how do I turn this off? Nope, it's there forever. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, bro. You just got Favicon. Boom. Where's Julius Caesar when you need him? Dead. I'm going to make it work. Was that enough of a show? <laughs> that was a, oh my God. That's, that ending is is uh, is far better than the show deserved.